Welcome to episode three of the Stumbling Peons, where two peons stumble their way across topics they know generally nothing about. No idea what I wanted to say for the intro, but welcome. Again, we are stumbling about crap we know nothing about, and thank you for listening. I'm David. I'm Lachey. Nice to meet you guys. Or gals. Or people. Non-binary. Whatever you guys wish to call yourselves. You are all welcomed as peons. So, before we get started this episode, we're going to be doing just a bunch of random questions. Something simple. But So, what's new with you? Um, not a whole lot. Um, I just got a website full of interesting questions to ask you. Uh, so, exciting news. Pokemon Snap 2 has been announced. Oh, yeah? Yes. Have you played the first... Well, there's only been one Pokemon Snap game, so have you played Pokemon Snap? <laughs> I have not. The last Pokemon ah. game I played was Let's Go Eevee. Ew. <laughs> Ew! I thought it was fun. Eevee's cute, okay? Uh, the, Le- the, the Let's Go games were not good. Hey, <laughs> okay. I thought it was interesting. Well, you can't really lose... <laughs> Well, you know what? That's probably why I like it, because I suck at team-based games. Okay. I'm a winner. <laughs> I'm a winner. But yeah, um, if you've not played, Pokemon Snap was originally released on, it's a, a photography game, essentially. You spend oh. the game taking pictures of Pokemon. In each level, there's usually some sort of puzzle you can solve by throwing fake Pokeballs at things to try to get other Pokemon to do things. For example, if you hit this Pikachu, he might run over here and do a Thunderbolt on this object, and I'll unlock the egg, which will release Zapdos. I also want to recommend a movie. Are you familiar with the, act- with the actor Nicolas Cage? Yes. Okay. He has two modes, which is subdued quietness when he's acting, or when he's allowed to just go, go full-on Cage, which is pure insanity. And recently, he's found his calling in sort of horror movies. And one in particular I want to recommend is called Mom and Dad. It is a fantastic watch. It is a stupid premise, but it's an interesting premise. I won't spoil much of anything, but I'll just give it a basic idea of what it is. It's sort of a a reverse horror movie where something happens and all parents have to kill, want to kill their children, specifically their children. It, it's an interesting movie to watch. And Nick Cage just goes full cage mode, and it's amazing to watch. So if you have Hulu, I highly suggest watching Mom and Dad. And I, and I do hope it gets a sequel. Hmm, a movie about killing children. Awesome. <laughs> it's a bad, fun watch. There we go. Mm. Speaking like, of like horror movies, I need to watch all like the f- the It movies and the the Freddy movies because I've never watched them. I would suggest watching, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Streets are fun. The first two are more serious and then they start getting silly, but they're still fun. Um, and then I would also suggest watching the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I don't know why, but I've suddenly like had an interest in them. So I thought I should watch them and see why they were all the rage. Also give The Thing a watch. It's a really great classic movie. The Thing? Yes. It's not stupid like The Babadook, is it? 
The Thing is a very well written movie. With a, oh my god, I am. I've watched this movie so many times. Yet for some reason, I've just forgotten the actor's name. Wow. <laughs> I probably won't know who it is because I don't really pay attention to actors or actresses. Kurt Russell. Wow. Wow. As uh, Kurt Russell, Keith, Keith David, a young Wilford Brindley in it. Even when he was younger, he still looked old. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But it, it's a great, it, it's a great look at what practical effects can do for a movie. Well, what can do for a movie? Practical effects. Oh, practical effects. Versus oh. CGI. Practical just has a bit of a realistic look to them, mainly because they're not CGI. Now, that's not to say CGI is all bad. It's just, I feel like CGI with practical effects are a little better, rather than just pure CGI, but that's just me talking. Now, is, like, when, when you make the people wear, like, the weird suit to get the outline of the movement, is that still considered CGI, or is that exactly what CGI is? No, if you're wearing some, that's a practical effect. Okay, because you know how they'll wear the suit that has the dots, and then oh, they'll use oh, the oh, dots. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's motion capture. So, okay. yeah, that's, that, that is indeed meant to be for a CGI movement. I didn't no, I didn't explain first. it well enough. You're fine. Um, yeah, I motion didn't... capture is a, Actually, that that could be a fun movie. Uh, instead of having, instead of doing a CGI, everyone's just in motion capture, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 say the the motion capture guy that's meant to be the villain still acts like the creature. <laughs> right. I, I, that would be a funny little. It'd uh, be a good like little a comedy little bit, not so much as a whole movie. <laughs> right. Like a short film. Uh, who wants to go first with the questions? Uh, Most of these are pretty much throwaway questions, but I do have a few philosophical-ish questions Yeah, well, that we can stumble around on. All of mine are pretty simple because I just pulled up a site. Um, but I can go first if you want. Mine will probably be fast. Or we'll, we'll alternate, so you do one first, then we'll go from there. That'll be, that'll be fine. Okay, so my question is, you can have anyone fictional as your imaginary friend. Who do you choose and why? Any fictional character or... Okay. Anyone fictional. As a friend? As an imaginary friend. Oh, imaginary friend. Yes. Wait. <laughs> I can do that anyway. They just would be a friend. I can turn anything into an imaginary friend. I guess that's true. But who who would you turn into an imaginary friend and why? Oh no! Actually, I don't think I ever had imaginary friends. I have a lot. <laughs> I just did things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come back to me, and I'll figure out an answer. What, what, what is yours? I would probably, if you would have asked me this a couple years ago, it would have probably been. Um, Rin from Blue Exorcist. Rin. But I've seen one episode of that. But I've watched so many episodes of different hundreds of different animes since then. I can't really choose one of them. Interesting. So why Rin? Because he's fun 
and he's misunderstood and I feel like we would get along. That and like watching the anime, I've always been like, I'll be your friend. I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're the devil's spawn or not. Bring your blue flames over here. Come here. Come here and sit down. You can sit by me on the on the short bus. It's okay. <laughs> I suppose my answer would depend on what age I was. Yeah. So when I was younger, maybe it would have been He-Man. I did like He-Man quite a bit when yeah. I was younger. Maybe RoboCop would have been would have been a fun one. I do like it's one of my one of my favorite movies also. The original RoboCop, which I highly suggest. It's it's a near perfect movie and story. So so close. It's one of those movies I watch like every pretty much once a year. Interesting. Um, I don't know because it's something I've not really thought about. It's interesting thought, I suppose. I'm just going to go with Godzilla just for the sheer <laughs> what the hell of it. Sure. I would die of radiation poisoning immediately after. <laughs> I mean, he's your imaginary friend, though. It has imaginary radiation. <laughs> so why Godzilla? I mean, a 500-ton giant lizard. <laughs> okay, for a more practical answer, I would probably choose Falcor. If if you're not familiar with that character, he's from a movie called The Neverending Story. He's he's a luck dragon. He's just a giant furry puppy like dragon thing. Huh. You can ride him. He flies. Ooh. That sounds like a normal dragon. He he has the face of like a kind of a dog ish. He sounds kinda like the Oh, no, I don't remember what that movie is. Because, <laughs> like, there's a movie with a dragon that's fluffy and white, and it kind of looks like a shit too. Like I will send you a video to look at. Just, you can see what he looks like. Okay, because I don't know if that's the same movie or not. It might be. Yes. Yes, that is the one I was talking about. He's got a big old mustache. Okay, I got to close this link because I'll watch this movie. Never Ending Story is a great movie. The second one's okay. And then the third one happened. They just shit all over everything. They made the first two good. (laughs) Oh, that's lame. It was a straight to VHS movie, so that explains everything. Oh, that sucks. I hate when they do that. Oh, Disney is severely guilty of that. <laughs> is that why they don't usually make sequels or stuff? A lot of, well, actually, think Disney doesn't do, yeah, maybe, yeah. There's like three sequels to Cinderella. There's like three sequels to Aladdin. There's Really? I thought yeah, there was all kinds of, of it was all straight to VHS and DVD stuff. Oh. I think there's two for Aladdin. Uh, oh, okay. I know that there's two of Mulan. Uh. <laughs> you don't like the second one? I only really seen the theatrical stuff. Yeah, Return of Jafar, and then there's Aladdin, the King of Thieves. Now, that said, I did really enjoy the Aladdin cartoon series. That one I enjoyed quite a bit. 
over the movie because it it took all these characters and actually expanded upon them in a really great way. <laughs> oh, so there's some character development. There really is. And there's a villain that gets developed. There's no Jafar, but Iago is there and everyone else is there. Huh. It's actually was pretty good. And it's a shame it's not gotten a... I honestly TV. think Mulan should have gotten one of those. I really liked Mulan. I've seen the movie. I've not seen any of the extra stuff. I've only seen the first one. I never watched the second one, but I've seen the first one more than once, and that's saying a lot for me with Disney movies. If you can even get me to watch it once, that's probably all I'll ever watch it my whole entire life is that once. My favorite Disney movie to this day is still 101 Dalmatians. I've seen it. I've watched that thing a lot as a kid. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't know uh, if I'll, this is a Disney movie or not, but Spirit was my favorite movie. Spirit. I think it was. That's the horse. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Disney movie. Huh. Wait, I really liked that it? movie. Wait. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. watched it. Uh. Wait. Okay, no, it's not Disney. It's not okay. It's DreamWorks. Good. (laughs) Old Disney. Older Disney is better than newer Disney, for in my opinion. But right. Uh. That's the the snob in me talking. (laughs) All right, I guess I'll do one next. This is relatively simple. What was or is the name of your first pet? And what for bonus was... points, what was your pet? Okay, so my first pet was a hamster, and his name was Max. He liked the to bite the shit out of my finger. Hmm. Mine was... I didn't have a lot of pets at all, but... My first one was... Uh, he. His name was Rascal. And he was a... We're pretty sure he was a Dalmatian. Well, definitely Dalmatian, mixed with a Rottweiler, because he 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 had all the spots as a Dalmatian. But the only distinguishing mark he had was his cheeks were had the Rottweiler color. Uh So he he was just this big, but he was also bulky as fuck too, because purebred Dalmatians are super thin. Right. So you just is this bulking, hulking dog of spots, and then just these little um, copper-colored cheeks. Cute. Was he fluffy or short-haired? Ah, uh, short. Definitely short-haired, as I recall. Huh. My current dog's dad actually looks like a long-haired Rottweiler to the T. He's an Aussie, and he's a purebred Aussie. But when I first saw him, I thought. Are you a Rottweiler? Because he had all the Rottweiler markings and everything, except he was—he had the Aussie long fur. Freaking beautiful dog. I kind of wish that Dagon looked more like his dad, but he's got like white. He's got a lot of white, which is fine. He's still a handsome pup, but his his dad, man. All right. Um, 
there's not a whole lot more get out of that question. But <laughs> oh yes, uh, if it wasn't clear. Uh, going off of that, what breed of dog would you be if you were a dog? Now it depends on what my goal was here. If I just want to pee on all things, that just whatever tiny dog you can pick. Because dachshund, the, the medium size like dachshunds, they they, I'm pretty sure they're nothing but piss. So I just go around peeing on everything. But if I want to be, I guess hmm. it depends on what kind of owners you're gonna want too. We we can assume that the owners are gonna be you know not beating the shit out of us. Well, I mean like because the different owners like for me, I shouldn't have gotten myself a farm dog because I, I'm not. I don't have, you don't a, have farm. a farm. I don't work. <laughs> um, so I should have gotten something like a corgi or something like that. But like yeah, most it, of the time, people get dogs based off of what they need. So like people who have huskies enjoy going hiking. People who have retrievers like have a family, but they also like to go outdoors and do other stuff and go to lakes and rivers and stuff like that. Um, so I guess it just depends on what kind of lifestyle you want to have, because if you want to like go hiking every day or if you want to she- uh, herd sheep every day. I do find myself very partial to German Shepherds. One day I'd like to get a hold of get one. Right. You want to be <laughs> they're they're very dog? expressive dogs from what I've seen. Yeah. And, and I like that. I like, I like the very high characteristic dogs. Um. Eh, maybe a German Shepherd. <laughs> hmm. Well, I guess German Shepherd would be nice because they're respected and they're pretty much in any dog profession that you could probably have it in. Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'd also be getting shot at. To be, hmm. <laughs> well, no, because like, they're good looking enough to be show dogs. They're good enough to be like, uh, what is the word? Service dogs for like blind people or people with anxiety or heart disease or what have you. They're good enough to be cop dogs. They're good enough to be like drug smellers, like security dogs. Like they can pretty much choose any profession they want because they're a respected breed that does well with learning any profession. They could probably even be like a farm dog if they wanted to be. So like a German Shepherd would be kind of nice because then you could kind of do whatever you wanted. You can learn whatever you wanted. A pit bull would not be so nice because of the prejudice that they get. Pit bulls, and and that's pretty much all humans fall. They've been been given a raw deal. (laughs) Oh yeah, they sure have. It's getting better. It's getting much better. But, yeah, because I've seen some articles about people choosing pit bulls as cop dogs because they're they're trainable, definitely trainable. They're I mean, smart. they're bred to be. <laughs> that's pretty much what they were bred for. Right. They were they were uh, nanny dogs at one point in time. They were gotten specifically to watch kids. Oh, my turn, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go with something a little more difficult. I myself am not sure how I can answer this one. When did you first feel like an adult? <laughs> I still don't. I don't know what that's supposed to feel like. <laughs> I don't either. I, I, I guess the best one would be when I started paying bills. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. Even then, I don't know if I'm mature enough to say that I feel like an adult. <laughs> right, because I still ask for adult help. For like I don't know. Even more <laughs> I need an adult. 
Yeah, you know, you don't really feel like an adult when you're like walking around with a juice box on occasion. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Ooh, awkward questions. To be fair, most of these have been pretty fucking awkward. <laughs> All right. Um, what's your best scar story? Well, I've only got two really. Two scars are all that visible. Uh, they're not really best, other than stupid. So the one on my palm, I got from how old was I? It was definitely, definitely preteen. I was told to feed the dog, which would have been rascal at the time. Definitely, someone would have opened it, and I would have taken the food to him. But I decided to open it myself. And when I did, I went, I opened it partial, and then I grabbed a hold of the lid and tried to flip it up, and somehow my hand slipped and it cut, like, lengthwise, kind of from the thumb and down. It's at a weird angle. It didn't really hurt, you know, as a kid, when you get hurt, you're like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm cut. <laughs> right. So I, I, learned, I learned at that time that the shots to numb it don't do shit <laughs> to my uh-huh. hand. So the seven stitches that were put into it, I could feel it. Ooh, that sucks. But, and what was stupid, they kept trying to put more shots in. I was like, stop. And, the hand and, is a bad place to do that because there's yeah. so many nerves. But nothing ever. I mean, it's pretty much fine. I mean, you can still see it. And then the other one was more out of sheer stupidity. I used to use a torch, just a big old blowtorch, just to roast a marshmallow. <laughs> and one morning before hit, getting the bus, I was like, you know what? I want a marshmallow. So I decided to toast a marshmallow. And for whatever reason, my brain didn't think about holding it in a way that's not above skin. So I was just sort of laying back on a. At some point, we had a chase lounge that I would use to just sort of lay back on while watching TV and shit. So I'm sitting there with a toasted marshmallow holding it on a fork above my arm. <laughs> and my brain was like, I don't think so good. And so I'm holding it in such a way where the bottom is starting to drip. And it just, just molten marshmallow just drips down on a little spot of my arm. And I didn't really have time to do much about it. So I'm sitting in school, like, pulling off pieces of, like, dried marshmallow and skin. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it, it didn't hurt that much because it was just hot and it just it was the pain was done immediately. It, it's just, it was a just a dumb little just it's a little blobby little scar. But if you, if you weren't looking for it, you would never see it. That's pretty much it. Marshmallow huh. and a stupid ass dog dog food can. Hmm. I mean, I have a lot of scars, but I also scar easy, and I hurt myself very easy. But, um, see, the first one that's probably the most notable one is I used to play with butcher knives when I was little, like four years old. Like all kids. (laughs) And I decided after I got done playing with it that I was going to wash it and dry it and put it away. 
And as I was drying it with the towel, I was drying it with the blade facing my hand, and I sliced open my pinky, and like tissue was bulging out. It was great. Lovely. Yes. Um, see, the other one, I, you know those um, kitchens where they have the window so you can see out to the living room when you're at the sink? I had just made myself a cup of noodle, and I got distracted by something on the TV, and I didn't realize I was slowly, like, tilting the cup of noodle, mm-hmm. and, like, I poured that cup of noodle all over the back of my hand, and I had this blister that literally went all over my hand and down my arm. It didn't scar, but, like, oh my god, that burned like a motherfucker. That hurt so bad. And then I've got one on my knee because I fucking was running to the bus and I tripped and I like skinned my knee so bad that it still. I don't know if you call this next one a scar, but like there's a spot in my shin where there's a dent in it. Uh, I mean, I suppose. Um, I don't know if your school had gliders or not. Gliders. Yeah, like you grab the handle and you would slide to one side. You'd hang off a handle and it would slide to one side to the other. I mean, at my elementary school, we had monkey bars. We didn't have gliders. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, let me try to look it up and show you. Are you t- talking about the the? No, we didn't have anything that would just slide across. No. Let me just uh, show you what this is here. It looked like this. Okay, and you stood at one end and you grabbed the handle and like, you would glide to one end. Huh. No. Yeah, we, we didn't have anything like that. Um, what we had was the monkey bars and there was this, uh, it was also a thing you could swing down on which I got in trouble for because some kid decided, elementary school, some kid decided just to stand there, sit still rather than move. And so I kicked her in the fucking back. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I'm the one that got in trouble because they wouldn't fucking move. (laughs) I gave them, I was like, hey, I'm coming down. Okay. And she just kept hanging there. Well, fuck, I can't stop momentum. (laughs) Right. That's stupid. But my point of that is, like, I was coming back down the other side, because usually you only make one pass, and then it's the next person's turn. Mm -hmm. So on my way back, I was trying to get back on the platform, and you know I'm short. And I missed the platform, and my whole entire body landed on my shin. Mm. (laughs) Um, And now my shin has, like, this weird indent. (laughs) Very strange. Uh, uh, yeah, that would be a scar if it was a, a mark left over. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't see it unless you were to like... Right. Yeah, so there's my scars. At least the ones that I can explain. Alright. Alright, here we go. If you had to create a slogan for your life, what would it be? Fuck my life. Uh... Probably be a resounding well fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, that was easy. Did you push an easy button or anything? 
Nah, not really. Let's see. If you could commit any crime and get away with it, what would you choose and why? Oh, there's options here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Any crime. Easy route would be just to walk into a bank and walk out with all the money. <laughs> but here's the thing. These banks don't really carry a lot of cash anymore. Not like they do in the movies. Uh, I mean, they do have cash, but it's not like... It's not it's, like it's bags and bags and bags it's not, just, it's not just a bunch of money bags for the cash sitting in the back. Right. I mean, there is stuff in the safes, but it's mostly um, little containers. Right. And even then, it's usually just a bunch of shit in there. It's not... <laughs> Right, so you'd have to find like a headquarters on where they actually keep the cash. So maybe you could break into where they print the legitimate cash before it's distributed. Uh, let's see, any crime. I'm simple. I'm like money based here. <laughs> right, exactly. They say, they so say like, money doesn't buy happiness, but I disagree. <laughs> I disagree completely. <laughs> I mean, I don't need video games, but I do. <laughs> it sure makes me happy, yeah. Uh,. Okay, yeah, but that's a safe answer, money. So, let's see. All right, what, what's your crime? Well, shoot. Like, I don't have anybody I'd like to murder. I mean, you don't have to like them to murder <laughs> That's true. That's really hard for me to say without getting political. So I'm just going to go the safe route and just say, go find where they print the money before they distribute the money and just steal all of it. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to do two here. One would be creating a scam where you scam people out of money. Those are, scammers make quite a bit of bank. Oh, I said, guess if you got away with it, you would have an unlimited and uncapped amount of income coming in. Technically, yes. But on the other side, I do wonder how they actually make use of the money. Because a lot of these scammers, they do. They want gift cards. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with the gift cards. <laughs> Right. Like they want iTunes gift cards. I don't, and I'm not researched it to figure out why. I'm probably not going to. They want like iTunes gift cards and shit like that. And I don't quite see how you're making any kind of money off of that. I'm sure there's a way. I just, I don't get it myself. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Cause like, I mean, some of them straight up just have you cash up or Venmo them. So they do get straight cash. They do, yeah, MoneyGram stuff. Um, okay, my crime would be uh, going on the sex offender registry, finding any pedophile in in my area, and then going state by state, just beating the ever living shit out of pedophiles. <laughs> Ooh, so you could just be like assassiny because you could just go kill them all. There's a there's a guy who was calling himself the Alaskan Avenger, and what he would do. He would use the registry to go. He would go to a sex offender's homes, beat the shit out of them with a hammer, and then rob them. <laughs> huh? huh. But yeah, that would be kind of a fun plot. Just find just, sex offenders and like child abusers, and just going one by one and just like torturing them and taking them out and having like a whole crime ring of just whatever you felt like in the moment. You want some torture? You want to cut off some toes and make him count backwards by seven every single time? Uh, see, I would be uh, all like taking the sex offenders to the parents of the kids they tried to fuck up and let the parents have them for a minute. <laughs> right. 
Fuck them. They're like, sex offenders. They're child abusers. They don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'm going to get a bit of pushback on that, but. You know, on a note on that, I think we need to bring back public ex- executions. <laughs> Ooh, hey, we, we, we can sell tickets to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buy a t shirt. Today we're going to boil him in oil. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get a vote from the crowd, guys. What kind of, what, what way do you want to see him killed today? Should we temper or batter him first? <laughs> <laughs> when, what other way can we get somebody cremated? There's a uh, really good um, comedic bit that George, Car- well, most of George Carlin's stuff is great, but there's one about public executions. That's really good. Uh, where he talks about what basically the kind of same idea where we sell tickets to it, make it public. And, and it's interesting you mention that because public executions were an event. People would gather up their families and would come watch this shit. Yeah, and that's another way that the that they could lower taxes so that because they would use that money for like fixing potholes or whatever. The system no. probably wouldn't use it for us, but they'd probably just line oh, no. with it. My, my state doesn't do shit for <laughs> You just went or did I just go? Oh, yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you I, just did I the think crap. that was just fine. Okay. But yeah, so I would be the pedophiles in general. And yours is basically just robbing money. <laughs> 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 Which would I, I would also consider. Uh, okay, this is relatively simple and more of a long-term thing, but if you had a paid year off work, how would you spend it? Probably uh, do some intense cleaning, get some working out done, work on my dog and my relationship with my dog, and a shit ton of gaming. I'd probably find a second job because a year's worth of wages isn't going to get you very far. I mean, it would be essentially the same thing as if you were getting if you were working, because you'd be getting the same paychecks. Well, no. You're being paid for the year. So, presumably, you'd... I guess we can assume you're getting paid, though, whatever your job's weekly or bi-weekly is. So, there's that. So, I would probably just grab a second job, another job real quick for the year. Uh, I guess you could do a part-time job and then use that yearly money for your minimum bills. Yeah. Like, if you were already making your bills beforehand, as long as you don't spend anything extra, you'd still make your bills and it would last the year. So well, I guess you could get yourself a part-time job and just use that to buy whatever the hell you wanted. Or save. That and I, I gotta be doing something. I don't want to just, like, sit around. <laughs> I did a good chunk of that in my youth and part of my life, and I've, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> That's It'd be good probably... to work on projects too. I could, that'd be good for that time as well. But I'd yeah. probably just grab a another like part time job just to cover expenses. Yeah, and it would be a good a good time to save too. I guess if you wanted to be really frugal, you could get another really paying job for a really good paying job for that year and just save all of the money from that. That'd actually be really great. Because then, like I said, the money that you got from your first job, you would just be using to pay your minimum payments on everything. Yeah. Welcome to the Stumbling Podcast, everyone, where we talk about financial possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is your turn. Mm. 
Ooh. If you could see any one movie again for the first time, what would it be and why? See, that's a tricky one because your mindset changes over time. Right. So it's it's a 50-50 chance of you not liking the movie. I'm not going to say a one specific movie. I'm just going to name three just off the top of my head and then go go from there. So for me, it would probably be either Robocop. I'm going with older movies here, but it's ones I grew up with. Maybe Ghostbusters, which is a great, great movie that I watch often. Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh. T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first movie. That's all, that would also be a good one. Presumably, yeah. I would still know what the cartoon was, but yeah. I can't, like, answer this question very good because I don't really ever watch movies. I really don't. You can also mention anime movies, too, so that would be... Well, I avoid anime movies, too. I don't know. I just don't like movies. Um, Wait. (laughs) It's it's still watching the anime. It's just slightly longer. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm weird. Um, But Spirited Away, Studio Ghibli, Howl's Moving Castle. Maybe Princess Bride, because it's probably about the only other movie that I used to watch more than once. It's not a terrible movie. You got Andre the Giant, you got Carrie Ells, you got... It has a really good cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you came prepared for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could learn... If you could instantly learn any skill, what would it be? I know, right? Any high-paying skill. Whatever will pay a lot. Like, because, like... Underwater welders make a shit ton. Uh, engineers make a shit ton. Okay, so assuming I'm successful and I can handle the stress and I don't end up hating this afterwards and I'm actually making money, I'd probably be like a manga artist. Like Just to give uh, some quick numbers, is LeBron James at $134 million with a salary this- of $54 million. Oh, so he makes fifty-four million a year. You know what? I would just do a year of basketball, <laughs> a one year, and you're set. What about the football players? How do they compare? Oh, you know another interesting thing. Apparently, the highest-paid basketball football player is uh, seventy-nine million, which is still pretty great, money-wise. Right. I, don't, I say pretty great as if there's any. Well, it's higher than LeBron James. Well, Anyways. salary rise, but overall, he's worth a lot more. Yeah. But you also got to consider, like, deals, advertisement, and stuff like that, too. <laughs> um, but an interesting idea would be to bring, like, the the Coliseum back and, like, have brutal fights. I would Wait. just have the skill to beat every single opponent. Because, essentially, all football players in them do. They get paid to run around and entertain people. If people didn't like that sport anymore, they wouldn't get paid because they wouldn't hold the events anymore. So on that same note, just uh, bring back the fights. And so you want to be have... a gladiator fighter. Yeah, you want to be a gladiator. And, and uh, just have me be the unbeaten one and just have me be that golden rule where I will oh. never be beaten. And then so, I'll just so make you don't want to get paid. Money. You just want to beat the shit and murder people. Okay. Well, 
I'm not going to get paid if I die. So, <laughs> so when the inevitable court case pops up after you've been charged for beating, murdering someone, we have evidence on the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of skills I'd actually like to know. Hmm. So this is a tough one because I, I like to learn new things. So I would like to learn like everything, but I can't. Everything is on skill. So if I had to choose a skill right now, maybe guitar in general. Yeah, because that sounds fun too. I've tried learning guitar so many times and I can't do it. Um, is the ability to learn everything quickly a skill? Because then you can just cheat and say <laughs> yeah, that I that, learn everything quickly. Yeah, but that's just too easy of a skill and that's just kind of a greedy, kind of a greedy answer. So I'm going to try to pull back and be a little simpler here. Um, either time management, motivation. Because <laughs> I, I suck at playing <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the guitar. I've tried once. And I didn't. Well, it's not that I didn't do too much. I just didn't spend enough time on it. Right. Um, but I do. I am going to pick up a bass guitar soon. I do like bass. I don't know how well I'll do at it, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I guess, I'm not planning to turn it into a career or anything. I guess the skill that I would probably choose is dog training skills. If I'm going for a more practical skill, I would go with electrician. Plumbing would also be another good one because plumbers also fuck you out of money when they uh, when you have to call on a plumber. That uh, yes and no. Some do overcharge. It's because it's it's an important job. You you have to have it. So. But if you knew how to do it, you don't have to have it. That's true. Because then you'd only pay for the materials. I actually consider getting into plumbing, but I, I like skills that doesn't require me doing stuff like that. <laughs> I know it's, that's the laziest answer I've ever, laziest thing I've ever said, but I, I like the idea of being behind a desk, being in a cubicle, and stuff like that. You know those animes where they have like the young or middle-aged main characters that are at their desk all day and I don't know what they're doing but I kind of want their job. Is that weird? Time. It just looks like a neat job. Not the hours but it just looks like a neat job. I don't know why. The closest thing to that here is maybe being like a personnel manager or a telecommunications of some sort. IT. Uh, I guess you well, do that too, uh, it depends but... on the, the nature of IT, though. And it, if you're just the one on the phone, then that's, but, you know. Right. Um, um, they, they, they make, they do paperwork all day. So, well, now, I always say paperwork does get, a, and... get very repetitive and that can get annoying. But True, and then they have their different projects, of course, but. Then you always have that annoying co-worker in the anime that's always like, hey, I know it's closing time, but our department is running behind. Will you finish this paper for us? So, yeah. <laughs> I see. Is it my turn? It is your turn. If you could be immortal, what age would you choose to stop aging and why? Uh, probably about 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe like 20, 24. Before everything so. starts hurting. Yeah. So I'm thinking like now would be a good spot for me. Because you, you wouldn't want to become immortal when you're like 50. That that would suck. 
Be- that become also immortal depends. when you're like 90 years old. Yeah, that would uh, also depend on like if you became a mythical creature of some sort, like a, I don't know, a vampire. Does it heal your wounds? Well, like... presumably immortal, you, you don't, you do heal. You don't, you can't be. Right. That's so usually like... how it is in most um, fiction is generally when you're immortal, you can't be hurt and stuff. Like you yeah. can be hurt, but you heal from it. Right. So like if you're an old person you you're like if you had what is a what is it called? Arthritis, then it would heal your arthritis. Maybe it would. Uh, it would I guess unless it unless you become immortal after you have it. Yeah, but I guess it depends because if you end up getting like I don't know, there's different ways to become immortal, I suppose. Is there? <laughs> Do you know something I don't? <laughs> Well, it just depends. Like, vampire, werewolf, like... You know, I bet it sucks to be a vampire. hey That's right. <laughs> I believe it's your turn. Do you believe that? Is yes. that really a belief? All right. Yes. What do you think the greatest invention is during your lifetime? The easy answer is the internet. <laughs> yeah, that is the easy answer, but I'm going to say the pressure cooker. Pressure cooker has been long before your lifetime, by the way. Has it really? Yeah. <laughs> really? What did that get invented, and why is that, have I only learned about it now? The pressure cooker was the earliest, it looks like the earliest was 1679. Huh. Unless you're talking just... about an instant pot, which is still a pressure cooker, just a bit different. That I guess that's what I meant, was the instant pot. But it's still basically a pressure cooker. Right. Uh, pressure cooker's okay. been around for a long time. So... Let me just toss that one out the window. Alright, so you are immortal. Great. I don't know enough about history and when things were invented for me to answer this. I'm kind of stupid. Because, yes, the internet would be an easy answer, but I think the internet is. was... I think the internet was invented before I was born. It just sucked. Because um, I'm a 90s baby, and I think it just royally sucked. But I think... No, there's a lot of things that have been done before here and there. So, technically... I really don't have the knowledge to answer that. I guess another easy answer would be the smartphone. Smart cars... Electric cars. Let's look at this question in a different way. It says the greatest. Uh, but what? Well, it, it is opinion based. But, so I'm going to go with PS2. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the PS2. And not because I have a really large PS2 collection. But. <laughs> Yeah, PS2. That I, I grew up with the Nintendo. I grew up with them, but that the PS2 was it was something special. <laughs> right. Another special one, in my opinion, I think, was the GameCube. Not the GameCube. I didn't have one though, not until way after it was it was dead. But it was a, it's a nice little console, and it didn't get it didn't get the right amount of attention. 
in my mind. I don't think so either. I think it deserved more because the Wii kind of took it because it immediately went like you can play GameCube games in the Wii. Specifically, which was nice GameCube actually. Discs. That was actually quite nice that you could still play the game GameCube on it. Right, and not just like the digital crap they do nowadays, but like because the GameCube had like those cute little tiny discs that were cute and little. And the Wii still took it, even though the Wii games are regular size discs. Well, I had two different slots. That's cool. Wait. I guess mine could be gaming PC. Yeah. I jumped around because I've always owned too many multiple consoles throughout my life. Like, I can't just narrow it down to one, but PC kind of covers the majority of all of them. Except I mean, it, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be gaming-based, but for me, I'm just going to go with the PS2 because the Internet's too easy. I mean, you could say the Internet because it gives you access to everything. You want to look up what kind of chocolate that you want. You can look up just, just absolute stupidest shit you can look up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, and, it, and the question was the greatest in your lifetime. But I'm going to go with what I feel was a really good invention. And yes, I could go with, you know, better medication, better medicine in general. But I'm going to go with what I like. So for me, it's the PS2. The PS2 is really great. I did like the PS2 better than the 360. Or the original Xbox. Yeah, no, that wasn't it. Yeah, it was Xbox and PS2. And for a brief time, Dreamcast. Oh, the Dream- Dreamcast was also a great system. It, it is a damn shame they didn't do well. It was the Dreamcast was the first console to have uh, internet capabilities. Really? Yes. Huh. Oh man, that really is a great system. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, for me, I'm going to choose PS2. And what was your choice again? Sorry. I can't choose between like GameCube or like <laughs> I guess I'll just say GameCube because that was a big staple in my life was the right. GameCube. Well, there we go. The greatest invention, ladies and gentlemen, was the PS2 and the GameCube. <laughs> or the uh, PS3 because the PS3 was a big staple for me too. But <laughs> Alright, so we're almost in an hour so we'll do two more questions. So pick a good one and then I got one more I'll pick from. Would you rather give up your smartphone or your computer? Smartphone. I can do more with a computer than I can with a smartphone, though. Right. Um, uh, if I need directions, current... I can just get a GPS. <laughs> right. In my current job, I can't get rid of my smartphone because my smartphone is my time clock. Well, let's 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 avoid the whole job aspect of it and just say if you had to give up one though. Okay, well, I give up my smartphone, too, because there's a lot of games on the PC. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much, I mean, if you really needed something portable, you can just buy a laptop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, it it is handy just to be able to pull something out of, out of the palm of your hand and look up something or something, but I'll be honest, I, I very rarely use my phone as an actual phone. <laughs> right. The few people I actually talk to, I just text. All right. So my last question is going to be more philosophical. So we've got a few minutes of discussion here. There should be something. Or we'll wind up destroying it. (laughs) 
what is the line between art and not art? So do you think it's art if it's intended to be art or is it art or can something be art if it's not intended to be art? I'm going to go with beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So if someone, if someone thinks something is beautiful and they like looking at it or if it's music hearing it or if it's a noise hearing it, then it can be art. Art is something that you enjoy. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's not. It's not necessarily what you enjoy. It's because, right, so, like, you could probably make a sculpture or like weld something into a sculpture, and you could think it art. It could be art, and I could think it would just be like a tin can of bolts that need to be melted down for scrap metal. Because, like. Or you can make this big painting that took you 50 years of your life, and I could think that it looks like ass. Like, I wouldn't consider that art because I don't like it. But like, it really is up to the opinion and the perspective of the person looking at it. But it can still be art, though, theoretically. Uh, Regardless of whether you like or dislike it, it, can, it is the item in question or concept there's also like conceptual arts as well okay so let's look at the definition here i'm just going to do a quick definition through google so you got i got four different different definitions here so the first one is the expression the, wow uh, the expression or application of of human creative skill and imagination typically in a visual form such as painting or sculpture producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. So I guess it, emotional it power. So if you hate it, then it's still, still emotional power. eliciting an emotional response. Right. But now when is art not art and when is art, when is not art art? Um, I guess when it becomes mass produced and there's no feeling behind it or thought behind it, it becomes a product. But theoretically speaking though, a product could be art. In fact, there, uh, there's a painting of a soup can. Is that art? I guess. If you're painting a soup can, but the soup can itself, like... I mean, somebody thought about making soup and putting it in a can with meaning, but... So, Andy Warhol did a painting in the 60s? I want to say the 60s. It's a, it's a famous painting. It's a... It is of a can of a tomato soup, of Campbell's tomato soup. So is that art or is that a product? If she painted something that she's seeing, that would be art. But that said, painting is not re... I guess it would be replicated because you can buy that and you can buy replicated. That is true. All the, all, a lot of famous paintings are replicated. So does right. that... I guess it does that would be take away from the artistic? In, does that take away from the art, or does that no. take away? From... I mean, it takes out from the money aspect of it because the replicas aren't going to be as expensive or worth much as the authentic copy. But I think once art is art, then it stays art. So like, it doesn't. It's just a rabbit hole of. I don't brain. I'm not braining well. So, 
so this is not a question there's a real finite answer because everyone's take on it to be different uh, the prime example you were talking about how it, if something's massive produced it's not art so for example when they create so let's look at a product oftentimes products have artwork on them could you consider that art or would you consider that a product or art on a product I guess it would depend because if you're talking about like when they used to put kids' drawings on smart bottles that are smart water bottles, then yes. But otherwise, I think it would just be advertising. So here's something to look at. If you remember the definition I just read, uh, art's meant to elicit a response, emotional, rather positive or negative. And even if it's a negative response, it's still an emotional response. So, therefore, it could still be art. I guess that's true, because advertising could be an art, because in order for you to be interested in the product, you have to have it be interesting at the first glance, or else they're just going to walk by and find the thing next to it. So, there's also a movement for unintentional art, or accidental art. So, if I make a spill or drop something and take a picture of it and someone comes along and say hey that's art is it art i guess if that person perceived it as such and got an emotional response from it but i suppose but that that also falls into the face of the initial definition see art I, the art doesn't have a real definition I, I think it's safe to say anything could be art right but, for example, obviously our viewers aren't going to see what I'm sending you, but here's a good example of accidental art that was never intended to be art. This is not a question that's going to have a, an answer by any means. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're just, we are going around in circles right now. <laughs> huh, those are all interesting. Very interesting. Very coincidental on how those turned out. I, th this is not anything we're going to have an answer to, but I feel like this is a question we could revisit later if we get the if we can get a hold of a guest that can offer some perspective to it. So I want to save that one for a later use. Right. Mainly because we're not artists, and I don't think we can really properly answer this question. <laughs> but it, but it's a good exercise and discussion. Right. Alrighty, we have stumbled about for a good, yeah, yeah, it's been an hour now. So I think we're going to start wrapping up. And if you guys have any questions for us, um, definitely leave them in the comments and we'll love to stumble across your... <laughs> I'll work out a way for audience members to submit questions. That's coming soonish. So stay tuned. We're getting everything getting all our shit in a bag and we're we're um we're just we're just getting all of our shit together so yes a lot of shit just just piles of it <laughs> i don't have anything else written down i think that we have yeah i have more questions but we didn't get to them enough time right and like we'll let you guys know when we can have questions submitted or comments or anything yes. because we would uh, love to see the questions you guys have for us all right folks we are the peons and we will see you next episode